Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. This podcast is all about helping you become a more deliberate communicator, a person who can communicate in the noise, cut through the clutter, make an impact in an environment that's actually very difficult to communicate. It's seemingly easy, but it's harder than ever. I wrote a book called Brief, which is about clear and concise communication, how to make an impact by saying less. I wrote a book called Noise, which is living and leading when nobody can focus, just how hard it is, the value of people's attention and how hard it is to, to manage it. And an upcoming book called Quiet Works, which is about making silence the secret ingredient of the workday. That I think about these, this podcast, this podcast is really to help you sustain the things that you learn in reading the books, in these books, in the programs that we have at The Brief Lab. So if you go to thebrieflab.com, you can read about our programs, our, our, our courses. Um, go to thequietworkplace.com. It's an emerging set of programs, Quiet Works programs. It's a point of view um, on the need for a distraction-free world at, the, at work, for quiet work. My last podcast was on really talking about two books, Deep Work by Cal Newport and The Shallows by Nicholas Carr and how we can really create value by going deeper, but we need to have quiet time and a quiet place to do that deep work. And that's what the podcast is about. It's just to help you start to think and behave in a way that allows you to, to thrive in this, quite honestly, very competitive attention environment. There's a lot of things competing for our attention, and there's a lot of outlets to communication, a lot of ways to communicate. And what I'm going to talk about today is the people that we communicate to and how we might be choosing the wrong person. Said another way, talk to someone else. You may, we all need outlets to communicate, to converse with, to share information with, when we might be picking the wrong person to share that information with. And it might be unsafe, it might be unsound, and it might be unrealistic. It's just not the right person. Um, why am I talking about this? Well, a number of reasons. When you're in a professional environment, there's a lot of people to talk to. And there's a lot of things to talk to people about. And some of those topics and some of those people are not a match. I'll give you an example. A number of years ago, one of my clients was the president of North America for a big company. It was a Fortune 500 company. It was a global company. And the way this works in big corporations is the president and the CEO of the company is the boss, the top boss. And then generally speaking, in healthy organizations, they have a succession plan. They've identified who's going to replace the CEO when the CEO retires. The board of directors of companies like this often worry about, okay, who's next in line? They don't want, if the person were to, you know, heaven forbid, die or change companies or something bad would happen and they need to replace the person because the company's not performing, whatever the reason might be, you need to have the number two at least think about it. And then when you're growing people, you need succession plans. Everybody's replaceable. A healthy organization start to think about who's my replacement because nobody's going to be in the job forever. No matter how great they are and how great the company is, people always need successors. Well, in this particular instance, the CEO of the company had two or three, I don't know if it was two, two or three, different individuals identified um, for to be the successor. And one of them was um, a friend of mine, connection, a client of mine. 
And he was assigned to run global operations. So he went from being the president of the US to, to being the president of global operations. So that immediately put him on a plane to Europe and to Asia and to the Middle East and Latin America. But I mean, he never traveled so much his entire life. He was going, going, going in this role. And this was like his time to see the business from a global perspective, not just from a US-centric perspective. So as the story goes, it was as it was shared to me, he was bemoaning in a certain way the amount of travel and the duress and the pain of this role. Safe thing to do. It's tough. You know, like you're living out of a suitcase, your time changes. I mean, it's tough. So, but he shared that with the the CEO in a moment of that he was tired or whatever. Now he has a right in this case to share it, but it was an absolute wrong person to share it with. Why do I say this? Because from that moment he was put on a clock and then like a month or two later, he was let go. And you might think, listen to this to us, like I thought, man, that's really unfair. And it probably is. But the CEO, rightly or wrongly, thought, well, if that person's going to be my successor, they're not committed. Because if they were committed, they'd just do it and just, you know, sorry for being so blunt, just suck it up and just do the job. Well, this person had a moment, and that moment was his undoing. Super unfair, totally get it, I agree, but that's just the way it goes. And what should he have done? He should have thought, all right, I'm tired. This is actually a conversation I need to have with my spouse, or this is actually better not to have with my spouse because this is going to put a burden on my spouse, on my family. I'm going to talk to my coach. Maybe have an executive coach. Maybe I, I do. I have different people I talk to, different outlets that I that are that fulfill a need that I have in different circumstances. So the point of this podcast here is to think: talk to someone else. You have a need to communicate. Just don't talk to that person. Talk to somebody else. So explained to me a number of years ago. It just made so much sense. Is is look at people that you have in your life, and maybe that list is limited. Maybe it's actually large. I don't know. You look at those people's outlets or containers for you. Um, I'll just kind of go down on the top, top to bottom of the list, both business and personal. And this is by no means an exhaustive list. I have my boss, the person I report to. I have my coworkers and colleagues. I might have clients or connections in my network, contacts, people that I know that I respect and I trust. I might have, again, a coach. Uh, I might have a therapist that I talk to. I have my family. It might be my spouse. It might be my siblings. I have friends. I have really close friends, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a list of people in my life. And then there's things that I want to talk about. Picking the person to talk about that is important. So in a work environment, if you casually or unintentionally start having conversations with the wrong person, especially when you're a leader, I don't care how clear and concise you might be, you might be misleading the person, you might be burdening the person, or you might be causing them concern. So in, in, in a professional context, picking the outlets for those conversations is absolutely critical. So in the case of, of my friend as the president of global operations, that complaint 
probably should have been directed as coach, as his executive coach, which I suspect he had one. And they needed to go deeper talking about that. And then that would have been a safe sounding board. Um, what if you have an issue? What if you have an idea? Maybe it's not a complaint or a criticism. Maybe you've got a new idea, but that idea is incredibly disruptive. And if you say it to somebody who says it to somebody else, it might completely upset their apple cart, their world. You know, I got an idea to change the business model or to alter our pricing strategy or to promote a person. That Those things can have ripple effects if you tell them to the wrong person or they can be contained if you tell it to the right person. So my, my headline again from the beginning is talk to someone else. It's not don't say it. I did a podcast on this a long time ago called Bite Your Tongue. You might want to search it and re-listen to it. Because in that moment, you catch yourself as like, don't say anything because this is not the right person to talk to about. And this isn't even true for me. Like I have ideas because I'm an idea person that it's not smart for me to share it with everybody or a lot of people. It might be best to share it initially with just one person. And what if, what if it's an idea that I'm excited about? Are they ready to hear it? Are they capable of hearing it? Is it good for them to hear it for me and for them? I mean, start thinking about if I need to talk to someone else, you know, even like in taking work home or talking about things at home in that same context, it's like that comment might be really not the right time for the other person. Maybe they're under a lot of stress or burdens. So just freely sharing it because it just came to mind might be the wrong thing to do. So I want you to think about it's not just negative things like conflict or issues or complaints. It could be just ideas or brainstorms or inspirations like, oh, we should buy a boat. You say that to your spouse and your spouse just flips out because you're like, you were just throwing that out there. And then the person starts to think like expense and maintenance and we've got to, you know, buy a, get, then we have to get an apartment near the ocean or whatever, you know, and it's just, it was just sort of like a, an idea that popped in your head and came out your mouth. You know, maybe that's an idea that you talk to your therapist about, <laughs> like, I'm going to buy a boat and your therapist is like, no, you're really legitimately crazy. Like, why would you do that? Like the running joke is like the best two days is when you buy one, the day you sell it or whatever. I remember years ago, my executive assistant, because I would do this to her. I would come, you know, with, with run ideas and stuff. And and um, she learned how to be the container for some of these, like, let's just call them quote unquote crazy ideas. And she would just say, yep, just Joe's going to have this idea. And just, it's like blowing up a balloon. And she would just like let it float away and couldn't see it again. But what she would do initially is pop the balloons. <laughs> and I'm like, I think it's probably best if I just, if I share these to you. I started doing it last because it was just disruptive to a work day and I would come in and I needed sounding boards. And I think a lot of this is about talking to someone else's. When we got something to share or something to say or an idea that comes to mind or a concern or a question or something that's bothering us or a burden, whatever it might be, we got to be deliberate about who am I going to tell that to? I have to line up with people in my life. You know what? I'm not going to share that with my coworkers because honestly, I'm going to come across as being scattered. I'm going to talk that to a friend of mine. I'm just going to have that conversation with a friend of mine who can receive it, contain it, um, hear it, 
not be burdened by it because it doesn't affect the person, et cetera, et cetera. So picking the right person, picking the right someone can be can, can be really the difference between creating a burden for them or the wrong outlet versus the right outlet and, and having it possibly become a solution or just an outlet, if nothing else, a safe and sound way of um, sharing that. You know, some things to think about as we talk about this, to maybe talk to someone else, not the people that I inst impulsively, instinctively, or even habitually share information with. I might need to share information with different people. First, who are my outlets? I have to know my outlets. I have four outlets. I got three outlets. I got seven outlets. We have different outlets in our life. They're not all equal and they're not all, even though they might be accessible, they're not all equal and they're not all appropriate. So who are my outlets? Second thing maybe just to consider is what is their capacity for me with the thing that I'm sharing with them? Are they full as a container? Are they full? Do they have capacity? Are they, are they, they, they've got room for that. Do they have, um, you know, the ability to, to receive it versus correcting it or changing it. Some people are great listeners. Some people are terrible. Some people, the topic, they're not even qualified to talk about it. You know, I've got, I'm going to buy a boat and you're talking to like your kids and you're like, kids like, yay, I want a boat, you know, like, all right, well now I'm, you know, it's that, that might be the wrong choice. So you know, what is their capacity to be able to take that in? You know, going back to my friend who's a president, that the, there was no capacity for his boss to take that complaint in. That complaint equaled lack of commitment, and then he was fired a month later. And it just, that's just the way it played out. But his coach would have a capacity for that. That's why he has a coach. I think the last thing is just the third thing is, do I deliberately choose, you know, who and when and where I share that information? And I'm not talking about being too cautious. I'm talking about being more deliberate. And that's where I think you can, we, we can win in this game about just talk to someone else. Okay. So when you're at your best, or at least, um, not that at your best, but you've got something to share, be careful not to share with an unsafe, unsound sounding board. Just saying.